this is Beetle, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. Right out and say it, Eli had nothing to do with that. One of the reasons why he was let go. <laughs> anyway, everyone, welcome to the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen, and my sidekick, not my Batman to my Robin, or my Robin to my Batman, but my giant to the bard, I guess you would say. I don't know. <laughs> How you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty well, man. So, um, yeah, uh, we've been talking about some obscure movies, and we had a, a few on the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I'm actually really looking forward to review, because this movie is very, very, I'm not going to say culty, but un- it's got an underground following. Yeah. But not like one would think. You know, it's not like, you know, it's... it's <sighs> It's, it's not like a, a Lost Boys or whatever where you'll see it at a Hot Topic or this isn't like necessarily a movie that you would see a lot of places um, besides like, you know, those like Bloody Disgusting or, or those kind of like horror movie website forums okay. where they actually talk about like, oh, movies you probably missed. Not meaning like stuff like Text Chainsaw Massacre or, or a lot of the other stuff we cover. And mm-hmm. I noticed that we've been kind of in a pattern of doing more movies that are more obscure. I think yeah. what started it was Return of the Living, or sorry, not Return of the Living Dead, uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, I'm looking at movie reviews online and I'm like, no one's reviewed this movie yet. No one's reviewed that movie yet. Well, this movie has been reviewed, but very, very few. So The Void is a very interesting movie. You could find it on um, on Shutter. On Shutter, yep. It's also free to watch on YouTube. Oh, very I don't, cool. I don't know if it's sped up or whatever. So if you actually have any interest in watching this movie, there you go. Um, I watched this about two and a half, maybe three weeks ago. Okay. This movie is a mindfuck. I've only seen it three times in my life. Yeah. How about you? I mean, you just watched it recently. I just watched it recently for the first time. Yeah, uh, it it was fantastic. I would definitely describe it as like a psychological monster movie, mm-hmm. if you will. No, I I get it. Yeah, yeah. I really like the setting of this movie and how it's paced. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie doesn't really fuck around. It's no. it starts off. You get to know your characters as the story progresses. Um, you and and uh, uh, there is few characters in here, but they're all very fleshed out. Right. And this movie, for what its budget was, does it very well on special effects. Mm-hmm. And even the visual effects, like all the stuff that would normally be um, like CGI or whatever. No, it's all like real, real effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they look good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, all of them. Are, but there is some CGI stuff like at the end 
when they yeah. actually you see the void and everything else. Remember, this is a non-spoiler alert show. You should know better. Either li- <laughs> you're either listening to this and you've seen the movie, or you're listening to this movie or uh, listening to this and you want to see the movie. Right. Either way, you know what you signed up for. Um. So shit, I don't have many notes about who was in this because there's not many to find online. There's really not. Um, I think the the most well-known actress is the head nurse. Well, not only that, but um, you're right. But if you watch Letterkenny, to be fair... Oh, to be fair... Um, to be fair... <laughs> to be fair... Oh, to be fair... <laughs> um, uh, the guy that plays... Uh, uh, Stu- uh, no, or the, rolled, rolled, rolled. The okay. guy that plays rolled is uh, uh, the v- victim one. Okay. Like he's patient zero, if you will. Yeah. Um, and and it's funny because we were watching. I was watching this. With my wife. Um, she's been a big part of the podcast in the back backstage. Okay. Yeah. Her her latest recommendation is I need to do the craft. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's a great movie. That is fantastic. It's the female version of Lost Boys. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, really weird movie. A lot of Lovecraft influence. Yes, very much so. Um, now, here's a weird thing about Lovecraft. I know it was just books, but why, especially in the comic book and mainly role-playing community, is mm-hmm. Lovecraft so beloved and, and used? Well, I think it's because, you know, the characters that he created or or expanded upon, Yeah, um, he just did an amazing job with it, and it's something that's obviously it's carried for a long time now. I mean, if you play... Uh, not Dark Souls, Bloodborne. Like, yeah. there's a, that's a whole video game around his lore, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. You uh, watch Reanimator. Well, that was a Lovecraft adoption, right. you know? You have all this weird media, all very culty. There's even, like, two or three that I know of. There's got to be, like, 50, like, different kinds of role-playing. There's a card game of his stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a um, Mind of Cthulhu, which is a dice game where you, t- like, the whole idea is to try to make your opponent go insane. Yeah. And I think the reason why Lovecraft is, it's a combination between, psych- like you said, psychological horror, not mm-hmm. physical, but meets body um, dysmorphia, like dismemberment and, you know, like, yeah, yeah. the whole idea is Cthulhu is kind of like a Godzilla with tentacles, but it gets <laughs> in your mind and does crazy shit. Right. It, it's a pretty awesome concept, especially for when it was written. It was definitely... Completely unheard of, I think. Yeah. In the the science fiction, yeah, what, 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 science fiction horror sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, you what know? would you what would you really call his writings? It's not like, I mean, people say Lovecraftian, and it means something now, right? But what did it mean then? Like, you know, it's kind of like Poe, where they go, oh, people, that sounds like a like a Poe story, right? Like a like a, a detective novels all came off. They were like that's very Poe esque. Yeah. You know, especially um, noir ones. You know? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, because, but... Um, I mean, I yeah, like Lovecraft, he kind of created a new genre of writing that wasn't wasn't uh, tapped into yet. So this movie screams of it, even though it doesn't credit it. You don't need to know that. It's, um, would you say Silent Hill is very Lovecraftian? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because this movie reminded me of what the movie Silent Hill should have been. Mm -hmm. Now, there's two Silent Hill movies. One of them is actually decent. The other one is crap. But one of them is actually good. Um, The one with Pyramid Head where he rips off like that chick's like skin and I don't know if you've seen that movie it's the second one it's the, I haven't seen the second one the first one sucks it's garbage the second one is actually it's a lot better it's yeah. a lot okay. better uh, even if you haven't played the game I showed it to somebody who was a horror fan that didn't play the game and they liked it they're like who's that pyramid character I'm like oh oh yeah you've never played the game clearly <laughs> or else you would know typically the... you just run really yeah, yeah you just run whenever you hear your radio go or you hear the scraping sound of Pyramid's oh, Head's giant yeah. buster sword. Um, so I'm guilty of this. And you know what I'm guilty of. And that is the crime of not being that aware of Hellraiser. Yeah. Now, what am I missing? By the way, I want you to describe that why I turn off this fan because it's bothering me. <laughs> but go ahead and, and I can still hear you. Yeah. So, I mean... The kind of correlation between like this and Hellraiser is is uh, a multi-dimensional place, uh, and a lot of uh, not a lot, but some of the gore in this movie is kind of reminiscent of the style of like the Clive Barker kind of feel. Um, and so it. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It was bo- <laughs> it was bothering me, dude. I, if you guys suffered through that first nine minutes, I apologize. Um, so the. The story of Hellraiser is like the, a puzzle box that sucks you into this "quote unquote" void, uh, like Pandora or of, of hell, of hell, of hell. Okay, yeah. and um, you have all these guardians, these keepers of it, such like yeah, like Pinhead. demons. Yeah, 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 exactly. And basically, if you find this box and you play fuck around, you find out. Is that yeah, one hundred percent. This yeah. movie is not like that. This movie, no, it's it's not like that, but. Kind of the the style sort of thing, this kind of culty, you know, thing that goes on is reminiscent uh, of like Hellraiser. Yeah, this movie's weird because it is very, um, like I said, Silent Hill esque in a way where mm-hmm. you don't, you don't really know what the fuck is going on, yet you don't need to, right. But it's not like gratuitous violence. You know it's building up to something. Mm-hmm. But even at the end, you're left with questions. A little bit, yeah. I would definitely say that. So I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer, and then we'll fuck this pig. What do you think? <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, jeez. see it all before me. Get far.
become something remarkable. They did killings and sacrifices. He made people change. Nothing else matters now. This isn't the end. Statistically, you're more likely to die in a hospital than anywhere else. By the way, I forgot to mention, the main, that, that Asian female that just said that statistic. Yeah. That's Knife Chow from Scott Pilgrim. Yes, yes it is. So there's some actresses, actors and actresses that are, dude, don't even gender fucking shame me. There's some people in this movie that are kind of well-known. We're talking C-plus actors or, you know. Um, like you recognize them if you like movies, but you would know who the fuck they were. Yeah, because it's like the, the two nurses, basically, they've been in movies, they've been in TV shows and stuff like that. But pretty much all the male actors in this movie are unknown. Are unknowns, which is yeah. cool. Um, I actually like that. Um, normally, a lot of people do advertisements and stuff in the front of the show. Yeah. I thought I'd like void them out right now. So this podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Patreon.com. For only one dollar at Patreon.com/slash/NightPartyPod, you will get this episode early and often and others as well plus for every two episodes i release i'm doing a special episode whether it be a video game review or a slime radio etc also capstan cork at 21 rancho square in vallejo california are you sick of bud light do you hate devin mandali then great go to capstan cork because they have over last time i counted yes. 60 different craft brews nice. that are just micros okay so go there if you're in napa and you're tired and tired and tired of of, of wine say you're in vallejo and you don't want to get stabbed and you don't like fentanyl go to capsule <laughs> court yeah <laughs> you know dylan is that dude that like is now in the face of budweiser who's a guy that dresses up like a little girl and it's creepy oh weird oh yeah okay it's 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 crazy i feel like he should be in the movie the void well he was in a bathtub drinking Bud Light, and it's creepier than this movie. And that's that's I, saying something. That's saying something, because this movie is creepy AF. Yeah. Speaking of AF, I want to show uh, some love to Hoodcast AF. Um, Jonathan Fallen from Slime Mac Radio. That's his main podcast. <laughs> Even though it shouldn't be. And, <laughs> and then I have to give some love to Pot Is Killing Me. They've uh, actually one of our first uh, second tier adopters of the Patreon. So got to give a nice. shout out. Plus, okay. they have a great product. All they do is talk about Mortal Kombat and Typo Negative. Oh, sick. Okay. So, I mean, even if you don't like Typo Negative, listen to them because they always talk about what music was going on at the time yeah yeah so say type of negatives bloody kiss came out in 94 right well they go through all the greatest songs on the billboard and this and that and they yeah so it's kind of like it's cool it's a time capsule um of of what music was going on then but they through the eyes of typo negative well it's them being well they're just recent fans they only fell in love during covid Oh, okay. The, the, okay. They, these two guys, they only knew about Typo via the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Two guys, one band? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> anyway, now we're going to get in this movie. So, like I said, I haven't seen this movie in a little in, in a couple of weeks. This movie's all fucking over the place. I wrote down some notes. Yeah, yeah. 
you're leading this charge, though, baby. So oh, if, yeah, I fuck, baby. if I fuck this up, you got to j- j- jump in. Yeah. Okay. I'd be happy to. So we start off, there's a father and a son. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you, you actually had me, you piece of shit. Jesus Christ. Okay. So there's a father and a son, right? And this girl's running, and they shoot and kill her. Yeah. Right? She's, like, in her 20s. And they kill her via shotgun. Well, they stun her. Stun her. Via, via rifle. Yeah. Yeah. And then they pour gasoline on her, and mm-hmm. the, the dude's got a cigarette, and he's like, finish it. And they and the burn sun, her to death. Yeah. And then we get our... our Oh, sorry. Uh, we get our our, our headline, our, our uh, yeah. graphic. Well, while that's happening, uh, the the chick's friend or boyfriend or whatever, yeah, uh, he runs off. He escapes yeah. and runs off. Yes. And that kind of sets it up, and then we get, yeah, the intro. And that's Rold. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the guy from Letterkenny. Is, I'm just going to call him Rold. I mean, I don't know his fucking name. So, yeah, he, he escapes off. Now, we don't know what the fuck's going on because as an audience, we think a father and a son just murdered some girl in their 20s. Right. You think, okay, maybe this is like a serial killer, killer movie, movie or something. Or like yeah. a creepy family. Mm-hmm. Right? So we see a figure in white and it watches and it's got a black triangle on its, on its, on its hood. Yeah. And this is really creepy because... It combines my two fears of KKK members and <laughs> and Scientologist cultists. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> like in one form, you know. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's discouraging. So then we have the sheriff Danny, and he's like taking a nap or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like in his in his squad car. There's nothing going on. This is a small town. Like, what would you think this town has? They have like two hospitals. On opposite end. No, there's one hospital here, and there's another one that's, like, in the next town or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the hospital ain't that big. It's not like a double or triple decker, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's 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 the size of, like... I mean, it's a small town hospital. I mean, it's, like, one story. It yeah. probably was, like, a school at some point or and something. And they, you know? they have a basement we find out later. Yeah. But, um, so it's a very small town. I'm going to guess it's probably, like, a 3,000 population town. I would say probably maybe less, less than that. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? You're probably right. Because this guy is a sheriff, and there's only a few of them because he's the only one answering calls. Mm-hmm. So he might, you know, and he's doing the late shift. May And then we do see a couple of other, uh, other of his uh, colleagues throughout right. this movie, if I'm not mistaken. But not too many. It's no. not like we have the SWAT team or anything bust out. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. And I will tell you this. If you're going to make a good horror movie, if you make it in a rural environment, you already have me. Yeah. Because you have the, first off, lighting effects and filming effects. You already got the darkness going on. Yeah, yeah. You already got the trees and everything else working out for you. You have um, all these cool things you could do without the sets. I think a lot of horror movies kind of fuck around too much with sets mm-hmm. like we don't need to have every other scene in an abandoned garage have <laughs> one scene in the abandoned yeah, garage yeah. you know what I mean you could film outside because I can't recognize patterns when there's a bunch of trees going around you could film the same football field from different angles and no one's going to notice it's going to look like a forever forest right you know uh, 
unless you have Lord of the Rings budget where you have all these helicopter shots, no one's going to know the difference. No, and like the cool thing, especially with uh, horror movies like In the Woods or somewhere rural, um, is it plays on that primal instinct yes. sort of thing as well. So you already got my brain kind of pumping in that that direction yeah most definitely like for instance i'm gonna move this cable it's gonna make noise <laughs> i apologize um for instance i think that's why predator works so well yeah I, I think that's why and that movie's high budget yeah um i i think that why oh great example evil dead yeah one of the reasons why it works so much is there's you can't call anybody no there's no one to call yeah there's not even phone in space no one can hear you scream baby Oh, fuck yeah. Even though Leviathan is still scarier. Because underwater, that's scarier. Because you know why? People can hear your transmission, but there's nothing they can do. Nothing they can do. They, yeah, it makes yeah. it scarier. Okay. So um, after that, Sheriff Danny, you know, he, he gets on his radio and uh, they're like, you know, what do you, you know, are you right out there? Blah, blah, blah. They're checking mm -hmm. in. And, he, and he, he, he goes, he sees a drunk crawl like out in front of. The road. Yeah, the dude runs out from the woods. And this was the boyfriend of the girl, right? Right, right. Okay. So we see that, and, um, you know, Danny, like, picks him up, and he's like, all right, you know, you're just drunk or whatever, and he notices he's not drunk. He's injured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, can you elaborate on that? Because, like I said, I only have my... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, he's not really responsive. Uh, you know, it, it seems like he might be on something. Um and so, yeah, the cop's like, okay, crap, like, we need to take him to the hospital. So he figures out which one is, is closer, ends up going to that one. But he doesn't want to go to that he one. Doesn't He's reluctant. Want, yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, you find out a little later why that is. Yeah. Uh, and probably at the end of Act 1 or, like, almost to the end of Act 1? It's towards the end of Act yeah. 1. Yeah. So he's like, fuck, I need to go here and... We do find out why that he's reluctant to... Oh, that sounds much better. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. See, all it needs is like a nine... See, now we know it's like at a 10, 10 o'clock. You just got to tilt it in. Just yeah, oh, just a little oh, bit, you know. Oh. Don't look this. Don't look the shaft. Look the face. Um, so anyway, Danny is our main character. Now, Danny with his... Danny. Um, with his uniform and his hair... For whatever reason, totally reminds me of Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 4. Oh, okay. The original? I was going to say, uh, was it Dewey from oh, Scary Movie? yeah! <laughs> so here goes a couple of things. First off, he combs his hair to uh, with a left hand. That throws audiences. You don't know it, oh, but really? it does. Okay. Just kind of like how Michael Myers uses his left hand to hold a knife. Right. It throws you. You don't know why it does, but it's that... that well, because left-handed things are just... Unnatural, really. Well, yeah, but you don't realize that. Your brain notices it, but you don't know why. Yeah. It's kind of like if you were to draw a picture and you flip it around and put it to a light. Mm -hmm. That's what I learned uh, from an artist. He goes, if your picture is actually, um, if, if it's of a human being and you want it to see if it is natural looking, flip, flip it. Flip it. Yeah. Now, this is before cell phones, but you would take a cell phone picture and flip it. And yeah. if it looks natural, that means that it is a good picture. Okay. If it doesn't, that means that one side of the face or whatever is off, right? Oh, okay. So when people use their left hand in movies or they comb 
with the left hand yeah. like of their hair if it's parted you'll definitely notice it for example clark kent combs his hair left-handed superman right-handed now everyone says it's the glasses that throws everyone off i'm telling you it's the hair baby <laughs> it's the fucking hair that's a little combo platter on that one yeah, just a little bit you yeah know, just fuck with your uh, brain a little bit so um after he gets into the hospital, we find uh, this nurse named... Uh, I'm going to call her Knives Chow because she's Knives Chow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, you, okay. do you remember her name in the movie? Uh, I, I think it started like Catelyn or Caitlin or... Tina? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so, But she's, a, she's an Asian-American princess. And she's sitting there with her boyfriend. She goes, do you want to see all the ways you could, like, die? And she's got, like, this medical journal, and she's, like, just reading all this evil shit, you know? Oh, it's super creepy. Have you ever seen one of those medical journals? Yes. They're not fun to look at, are they? Uh, I, I, you know, it, it, I guess it depends person to person. Are you one of those guys that can look at, like, operations? Just be like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. 100%. Wow. Yeah. So, like, you know, you get blood. I took an anatomy class in college. Like, I've worked on an actual human before. What? Yeah. What? Did your brain just go to the void? Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. All right. Hold on. You're bearing the lead here. What the? You actually, like, saw a cadaver being. Yeah. What? <laughs> um. Sorry, everybody. I think I just broke him. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it didn't bother you? No. Was there any smells? Was it? Well, the formaldehyde and, and all that. Yeah. What does that shit smell like? Like <laughs> ethanol? No, I'm fucking, dude. That you got my dick It smells like hard. that. It just smells like it is. Like, I don't know really how to describe it. It's not well, you like know how propane, a happy smell. Like... You know, propane, you can go, oh, that smells like uh, eggs. Right? Or you can go petroleum, right? It smells yeah. sweet. You know, like ethanol smells sweet. I was like, this is no, it's definitely not a sweet smell. Is it like a chlorine smell or like a degreaser smell or like an oven cleaner smell? It's its own category, to be huh. honest with you. It doesn't smell like any of those things. Okay. Yeah. I heard they put them in cigarettes. Does it have like a cigarette kind of smell? No. No? Okay. Wow. All right. Well, shit, dude. We learned something about new Antonius today. <laughs> Antonius likes to cut up bodies. Wow. It was educational purposes. Sure it was. <laughs> hey, bring that down a little bit. <laughs> bring it down. Yeah, yeah just okay. bring No, no, not your stories. Yeah, bring yeah, that down. I'm, and... I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Um, wow. All right, I didn't know that shit. Um, so what were you studying to be? Now now I'm fucking really I just I just wanted to take the class. I was taking a bunch of science classes. Oh, you're just like, you know, I want to see dead people. Yeah, you know. I mean, oh. <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Did they... Oh, that is so crazy. Okay. I feel like, yeah, we totally got wow. off topic. Yeah, I know. Okay, back to the hospital where there are cadavers. <laughs> yes, so... Um, now, Knife Shao is a nurse, and she's, like, reading through his medical journal and uh, uh, just, like, being creepy and shit, right? Now, Roland and James, um, the, James is his name, Roald, the character, yeah. like I, I kept saying. His actual name is James. Uh, he's having a panic attack, right? Um, and, and, and Danny's, like, you know, he's got blood all fucking low over me. Mm. You know, he's got blood all over him. And Roll's having a panic attack. Now, we don't know why. Or, sorry, James. We don't know why he's having a panic attack. Right, right. But he's totally freaking out, and they think he's on drugs. Yeah. So, so I, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to give him a sedative and kind of just, like, wait it out. Yeah, or... so they hold him down. The doctor gives him the sedative. 
Uh, and By the way, let's talk about this fucking doctor, dude. He's like the old doctor from the country. He seems like super innocent. You no, know, he reminds me of Doctor Wiley from X Men. I mean, sorry, uh, uh, from from uh, uh, Mega Man. Oh, okay. Doesn't he look just kind like of. him? So yeah, uh, he's yeah. Anyway, go on, go on. So yeah, so they give him the the tranquilizer and everything, and like as he calms down, they're trying to move him, and they uh, lift up his uh, sleeve, and they're like, oh yeah, like he's got like track marks and yeah, everything. Yeah, he's there. obviously a user. Yeah, and um, then after they move him, so we're to we're to believe as audience listeners. That this is just some junkie being stupid, right? Right, you know, which is obviously um, a distraction. Uh, it's this is to obfuscate the the actual cultist thing. Now we've only seen one of these weird cultists, so as a viewer, you're like, that's random, yeah. But it does it does come to fruition. Um, now Danny's having like uh, uh, some coffee out of like a coffee mug, and mm. and then he meets. Allison, who's his ex. Right. Now, some background on them. They broke up, but they're still very copacetic. Mm-hmm. But the trauma of losing their baby yeah. has breaking them apart. Now, here's something to mention. The doctor was also, because it's such a small town, the pediatrician of her. Right, right. Taking care of and making sure that she could have the child. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't say why. They had to either abort or miscarry. Yeah, yeah. But obviously there was some kind of health thing going on where it just couldn't continue. Yeah. You know, and, um, but what I really like about this movie, this is one of the scenes, it's my favorite scene, because they don't have to say anything, but you totally get it. Like, he's awkward. He doesn't want to make eye contact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to connect. She's like, it's good to see you again, blah, blah. We know something's there. Yeah. They don't spell it out at all. But my second watch through through this, actually my third, uh, which was a couple of weeks ago, I knew right away. I just remembered. I'm like, oh, shit, they're past. Yeah, because yeah. the way, the one good thing about this movie is no one overacts. Everyone yeah. acts very, very uh, real. Like, there's no Hollywood in this movie whatsoever. No, it's definitely very well uh, maintained. Scripted. Sort of thing, yeah. The dialogue is is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not one part of this movie where I'm like, that line made no sense. Right. You know? And, and, And what I mean is, even some of my favorite movies, there's some lines that are super Hollywood. Like, for instance... The epic masterpiece, which is Predator, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Great line, very Hollywood. But it's such a dope line. Hey, I'll, I mean, I'm not saying it's not. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm just saying it's a, it's a very, like, this This movie doesn't have, like, taglines in it. It's, no, yeah. not at all. Okay. So, anyway, um, after that, uh, the doctor. Um, he he starts like you know he, he pulls if if I'm not mistaken he pulls Danny aside and starts talking about his wife like you know like he sympathizes with him yeah yeah and, and he's, he's trying to talk to him like you know give her a chance and blah 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 you know try and try it's and make no one's up fault and, yeah exactly you know that kind of thing and uh, he's like you know thanks whatever you know and he's I mean I don't I've never lost a child I could see what it could do but I don't I think. 
this is just me. I think it would bring a couple closer together rather than far apart. But I mean, maybe they were really trying to have a child and not. No, like shit statistically, up. like the majority of time, it breaks a couple apart. Does it really? Yeah. yeah. Usually, they blame one of them or we'll both blame, will each, blame other. each other for it. That's so weird. Yeah. True shit, dude. My wife um, miscarried, mm-hmm. and she came and hugged me and stuff, and she was like all a heap of tears. And this is during the double hole situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was, she was really upset, and she was like crying and stuff. And I'm like, it's totally okay. She goes, I thought you would leave me because I lost your baby. Mm. And I was like, it's not like that. It's mm. in your body. Mm-hmm. And your body rejected it probably because there was something wrong with mm-hmm. it. It's not a big deal. Like, if it was healthy, this would be a different conversation. Yeah. Like, say if it was healthy and you didn't tell me and you did something, yeah, that would be yeah. big. But I was like, you know, thank you for telling me and I'm glad you're healthy. Yeah. That's the most important. And this is what I don't understand about, like, your just last comment is if a, if a, the the female womb... Okay, look, there's only one womb and it's female, all right? Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> don't cancel me, bro, but go fuck yourself, for real. Um, if the womb rejects usually a pregnancy, it's because something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Either she's really sick, ill, or there's something, and the body knows, mm-hmm. oh, stop doing this, you know, uh, because it at that point, it's a dead... Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, this is what the podcast's all about, man. <laughs> we no longer just review movies. This is a this is a fucking talk show, dude. <laughs> all right. So um, after that, right? Uh, the nurse, by the way, is Bev. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's Knife Chow's name, correct? In the no, no, that's oh, the other. That's the one. other nurse. The other nurse. Oh yeah, yeah. The nurse. That's, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So Beverly. So yeah. now Danny like kind of walks away from the dock, and in in that time he sees Bev. With uh, Knives Chow's boyfriend. Yeah. And he goes to check in on her. Yeah. Um, we get a scene where, uh, uh, you know, he's cutting his face and saying it's not me. Does this... Yeah, well, no. She's... Uh, Danny walks up to the door. is like, hey, Bev, like, what's going on? Yeah. And then he notices, like, she's legit, like, stabbing a scalpel. Yeah. Through like his the boyfriend's face. Yeah. And everything. And then as she like realizes there, she turns around and is like, Oh yeah, like it's not my face. Like it's not me. And you see her and she's like cut off like yeah. most of her own like skin on her face and everything. Yeah. I mean she's it, I think there's only like lips and around the eyes or something yeah. like that. And like maybe a little bit of the nose. It's like, yeah, it's like hanging off part of her cheek sort of thing. Like super creepy. Yeah. And then she stabs the patient um, and she cuts off her cheeks and then Danny shoots her. Yeah. And the, I think the patient is uh, uh, the role character, if I'm not mistaken, right? The the kid that got brought in or. No, I, no. It's. Oh, it's, it's a different. Knives boyfriend. Oh, it's Knives boyfriend. Yeah, you, you're yeah. right. You're right. I'm so sorry. See, I told you that's why you got to lead this podcast, <laughs> man. Because um, this movie is so all over the place. You can't just write 12 pages of notes yeah. and expect it to do it justice. Like, no. <laughs> That's why I say, hey, if you have Shutter, and I, uh, sh- it's not in a sponsor. It should be a sponsor, but they don't sponsor me. But definitely, I would recommend everyone get Shutter, just because you're going to see movies that you're not just going to get like your Halloweens or your, you know, your 
Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird shit on there. Yeah, more culty. Yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it so good. Um, but also, I think you can get this on YouTube. But this movie, like we're describing it, we're trying to walk you through it. But there's so much nuance in here; it mm-hmm. can't be like I would have to have 25 pages of notes, <laughs> easy, because this movie is just like that. It's like a kung fu movie. You can't. You go and they fight. Okay, 30 minutes passed. You know, it's like, or 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 you could sit there and go, then he punches to the solar plexus, and then he does it. This is what this movie is. It's so all over the goddamn place that it's really hard to kind of place where it's going, you know? Um, all right, so now Danny runs to the bathroom, and he's all like, you know, after that disgusting yeah, yeah. thing. Now, remember, he just opened fire. Mm-hmm. So there's ramifications to pay for this. Remember, this movie actually takes... Uh, police work seriously. Yeah, if you it does actually. Yeah, it really does. If you fire a firearm, someone's dead. You have to relinquish your firearm to your superior. Well, that's because the uh, the state trooper shows up, mm-hmm. is wondering what's going on, and then Danny admits he shot the guy. So the state trooper takes his firearm. Yeah. So James. James was involved in a bloodbath, right? So James, the role character, mm-hmm. starts describing all the shit that went down. Right. You know, and he said there was this, like, overmaster, and there's all these people in white, and they had a, like... I, uh, there was, like, an... or. It started off as, like, a drug orgy. Right. And it turned into, like, a like, for-real mass murder. Like, human sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he ran out the last time. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know why the kid and the dad... "Quote unquote," um, right, right. Burn the other girl, but the, there's something related there. Yeah, and I don't really think they touch a hundred percent on it in the movie. No, not so much later. It gets it gets explained, but it's way later in the movie. It's way later, and by the time they explain it, this is one of the reasons I'm going to knock this movie a little bit, is because. When they do explain it, it's like you're a day late and a dollar short. The, like, the story has gone so fucking bonkers. Yeah. And you reveal this way too late, mm-hmm. in, 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 at least to me. You well, know? for me, yeah, yeah. It was, it, I mean, it's a small thing, but it was kind of like the show Lost, where they were doing, like, flashbacks. You know, I've never seen that it, show. Yeah, don't waste your time. Everyone says that. Yeah, because it's, like, season three, and they're still doing flashbacks to like before the event happened and it's just yeah. like yeah okay like that should have been ended in like season one like there's, let's move on there's only a few good movies where you could actually or or shows where you could I was just talking about this with my Macros review um, if you're gonna use a back backflash mm-hmm. montage if it doesn't it, it's gotta be Chekhov's gun oh <laughs> okay you know what I mean like you can't just allude to something and have it not pay off right you have to do it in Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3 and not overuse it. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know who doesn't overuse it? The Terminator series. Whenever Reese is having the dreams about the dogs and, and the future and everything else, it pays off and they don't reuse the same thing. No. So that's why it makes sense. Yeah. You get it. You you get the dystopian, but you also get L.A. Yeah. L.A. <sighs> Sorry. I really <laughs> hate that I did that in a vocal fry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you want to go to L.A. and get some tacos in L.A.? Yeah, that sounds pretty bomb. I just spilled fucking wine on my gray pants because you said the word bomb. Now I have to get some wine away. All right, so um, they handcuff him and they try to 
interrogate him, or is that later? That's a little later. Later, so right. he spazzes out. Oh, Danny goes to call in the 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 shooting. Yeah. So Danny calls in the shooting, right? But when he picks up the phone, he he's getting like dead air. You know, he's like hitting the. Yeah, he's not getting over the radio. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, "Well, I'm going to go to my car and use that radio." Right. And when he looks out the window, that's when we see our cultists yep. in the white. Now, how many do you think there were here? It looks like two dozen. So in this instance, there's just one. Oh, there's, there's one. One yeah. standing in front of the car. Yeah. yeah. There's just one. And it could be the one that we saw earlier. Yeah. But we don't know. And seeing how these guys kind of really don't have a hierarchy that we know about. That we know of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be any one, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is there's a fucking triangle hooded white figure and it's there and it's just opposing it doesn't breathe it doesn't move it does that's the creepy thing about this man these things don't move yeah it's not like they're like oh shit i've been spotted i'm gonna run it's like nope i've been spotted i'm gonna stand here longer yeah you know and they don't even do that thing where you turn off light and you turn it back on they're gone it's like you turn it back off and you turn it back on. There's more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which is even fucking creepier. Um, so he gets dead air, but he needs to call in this, this uh, I'm not going to say murder, but this uh, shooting. shooting, this this act of self-defense by a police officer. Right. Right. So now um, Bev is seen with crab legs coming out of her mouth. Do you remember this? It was a quick flash. Yeah, it was like her head was like kind of split open. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, like crab legs wiggling around. And it, but it's just like a, you know, like a, a super super quick flash. If you yeah. if you blinked your eyes or turned your head to grab a beer, you missed it. Yeah, it's very quick. It's not one of those things you have to pause to see it, but you definitely see it, and you're like, what the, f-? and then it's gone. Yeah. Right. Um, now we have our survivors, mm-hmm. and our survivors. Um, Rolled's still alive. Or, sorry, Jimmy or whatever. Well, I'm just going to call him Rolled. Rolled's still alive. Yeah. Of course, we have the sheriff. We have Bev. And we have... No, uh, Bev is dead. Oh, Bev She's is dead. Legs. Sorry. We have the... Uh, um, uh, was it Allison, right? Is Allison her name? The ex? Yeah, the ex Okay, so we have Allison. We have uh, Knives Chang. Knives Chow. Chow. Well, you got to be racist. <laughs> Hold on. I don't even have the bell. Um, Do I have the bell? Hold on. I'm looking for the spell. Anyways... Uh, and then we have the grandpa, knives chain with huh? the pregnant like granddaughter. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. about this. So this granddaughter is like can't be over like 17. seventeen. Yeah, right. She's really young. She's pregnant. The grandpa's there supporting her, which kind of gives us like a notion that like maybe the father threw her out, or maybe the family kind of disowned her because it's a small town. Right. Exactly. But the grandfather takes him in because let's be honest, dude. Granddaughters. The grandfather will always... That is like a weird bond that mm. really exists. And it's not creepy or don't even get your mind there. But for whatever reason, man, I'm telling you, if it, it's always the baby of the family, mm-hmm. like grandson, usually granddaughter, that the grandfather always like watches over, gives yeah. the money, you know, that's... And this is definitely one of those scenes. I can very much relate to this because I know this kind of relationship. I've mm-hmm. seen it a lot of times. Fuck, I had it. I mean, but yeah, and and uh, she's in the hospital. She's about to give birth. They don't know when. Right. But this is before all the craziness happened. I think they were in the waiting room 
prior, were they not? Right, yeah. Yeah, but we just don't kind of see him. We see him in the foreground. But well, no, Danny talks to him for a second, but then he has to go and find out, you know, what's going on with, with Ron and everything else. Exactly. So, um, after this, now, she's getting, you know, freaked out, and, and they're all getting freaked and they kind of just want a room or somewhere to go. Yeah, they're, they're kind of stuck. freaked out, and then uh, James, Ron, whatever we're calling him, uh, so he... Ends up freaking out and grabs her um, to to take a hostage. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, and so yeah, crazy situation. Um, Danny got stabbed, so he's like kind of unconscious right now. And this is where the dad and son actually come in. Oh yeah, they come in and they try to like overtake the the group. The yeah, well, yeah. the hospital and the group in general. Yeah, yeah. which. By the way, like I said, we don't really know what's going on with them yet. Right. Like, we, I mean, we just saw them murder a girl and set her on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and also, too, the kid is kind of creepy. He doesn't talk. No, he doesn't. He's very stoic. Mm-hmm. But. Well, they, they tell you uh, after this whole situation kind of calms down why that is. They do not not to full explanation, though. No. But they give you enough. So, let's see. Um, so now they see dozens of the white robes outside right before they come in, right? And mm-hmm. that's when they come in. So, um, let's see. Then we see Bev become... Is this before or after where we see Bev become a demon giant house monster creature? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's after all this. So, you know, the doctor, unfortunately, uh, gets stabbed. Yeah. Um, and he's out. And the then, main doctor, right? The, the main, old, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he gets stabbed with a scalpel, if I'm not does. mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that's when the newly transformed creepy hell monster that once was Bev comes out. Yeah. And it looks like something from the house. It does, yeah. It, it's very, it's good practical effects. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very um, tangrily long arms, like greasy, juicy looking, creepy like mosquito tentacle things coming out of her face. Most definitely, like, yeah. So obviously that crap thing was uh, something. Yeah, you know. Um, oh shit! David Benson's calling in. Should we have him on the show real quick? Oh, David, what's up, buddy? All right, hold on. Put him on speaker, David. You have put me on speaker. <laughs> How did you know you're on the podcast? I heard, I heard. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're on speaker. Yeah, you're on the show right now, okay, Dick. All right, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dude well, always has stage fright. It's dude, weird. this this is what you get if you call in and you know I'm doing the fucking podcast. I'm going to throw you on air. I'm just gonna say, hey, like you're on air, dude. So just like you know, watch your piece and cues. Don't say anything, you know, too too creepy. But anyway, so, uh, yes, you're so right. So back to the creepy tentacle monster. Yes. <laughs> so how do they defeat it? I think the father and the son kill it, right? They do, with axes. Yes. And then uh, Rold actually stabs the doctor getting attacked by the bed monster. Hunters and Danny is attacked by the bed monster. The axe attack. <laughs> yeah, the axe attack. Okay, there we go. In case you wanted to watch the movie and fast forward, there it is. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I'm just catching myself up. So yeah. now we have, um, after this, we have... Uh, we have the hunters saying, like, you know, uh, 
wait, wait, wait. Did I write wait. this down right? What did you write the down? Hunters attack, I don't know. Oh, the hunters attack Danny. For like the power struggle, yeah. Yeah, so they want to take his gun and they and they want to basically just take over the authority. Like, hey, right. we're in control now, bitch. Like, this is, like, you guys don't know what you're doing. And they are armed. They are armed, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, Danny doesn't have his weapon anymore. No, so he originally had the axe. He got knocked out fighting the monster. Yes. He gets knocked out multiple times. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> he does. He. I think he suffers about three concussions in this movie. At least, yeah. At least, right? So um, they they kind of take over, and, and, and this, is this, if I'm not correct, is this the point where he talks about the shotgun in the vehicle, or is that later? Uh, well, no, it kind of leads up. So this is where, like, the pregnant girl starts freaking out. She's having pain. Um, they look outside. Oh, yeah. There's like two dozen of the Colty hooded figures. Yeah, they're they're there's yeah they're they're and they're they're spread out in like in kind of an even like they're surrounding. Right. Like there's like you, it's not like they're like an army or like they're a legion. They're just spread. Yeah. You know, like any which way you run from a hundred degree a hundred eighty degree angle, they're they're there. Gonna, yeah, yeah, they're there. This is the way it is. This is, this is how this we're working this baby. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um. So. So yeah, this is when they talk about like the shotgun and everything in the car. Yeah, and he goes like, "Oh, I have a shot," and he goes, "That's our shotgun," and he goes, "Well, I'll help you get it." Yeah. But remember that? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, "When we get that shotgun, it's ours." So uh, they, if I'm not mistaken, now. Right, so they're going to rearm the squad car, but uh, first, Danny and the ex need they need to get meds for the pregnant girl. You know, right. yeah, you just said she was having things, right? But, um, you know, uh, uh, he do they split up at this point? They do. They yeah. do. Yeah. So the the father, son, and Danny go out to the police car to uh, go get the shotgun and the ammo. Uh, in there and while they do that uh allison the nurse decides to go off on her own to go and get the medicine for the pregnant girl yeah okay that's what i thought so i yeah. knew i knew it was something of that but i just forgot like like i said this movie's all over the place and i haven't watched it in two and a half weeks yeah yeah because this movie is a blur this movie when you watch it it's like a mushroom trip you're like did we <laughs> do we do this then or do we do that later yeah is that when we went fishing and got naked or is it like <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so they go out and one of the cool scenes at least to me was the going to the like you get a real sense of urgency when they're running out to that car because you don't know what these cultists are going to do well, no, because they, they look, the cultists are out there, and then when they actually go to the, they leave the hospital to go to the car, the cultists are gone. Yeah. But the car is, like, way further away than it was earlier. Yeah, it's like they got into it, drove it, like... A hundred feet or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then just left it there. Uh, and so, yeah, like, when they, you know, Danny's trying to unlock the shotgun, uh, the dad's standing guard, and then the mute is... Uh, Grabbing all the ammo and stuff out of the truck. Yeah. And then uh, they start attacking after that, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they come up like right as, of course, right as they get the shotgun out and da da da, a cultist comes up. And Danny goes, I'm keeping the fucking gun. Yeah, he blows them away and it's like, yeah, this is my he fucking goes, shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what were you fucking thinking? You think I was going <laughs> to relinquish this shit, dude? What, what do you think? This is, 
dude, come on, man. This is like a Resident Evil game. I need my shotgun. It's yeah. my bread and butter, dude. <laughs> dude, in any survival horror game, once you get the shotgun, then that's the point where you no longer feel scared. Am I right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> because you're like, you're like, I know I'm going to one-shot everything now. You're like, at least I could shoot to the knees and run, or I'm just going to one-shot everything, yeah. depending on how much ammo <laughs> I have, right? So then uh, Danny goes after Allison. Right? You're right. And the phone rings, and uh, it's the dead doctor who the just got doctor. killed. Yeah. You know, uh, his name is Richard, by the way. Yes. We just know he's a dick. Um, she's gone. If I'm not mistaken, Allison he, is taken. Yeah. By Richard. She's, and, yeah. And he's like, I have a, I sound like this. This is the way <laughs> I'm going to be creepy. Now, this actor was in something else, and I cannot remember... Fuck, I just remember what it was. What was it? This is the same fucking doctor that replaces Loomis in the Halloween, the new ones that came out. Oh, is it? That is fuck. Yes, it's the same guy. I just realized that, dude. I was like, I know him from something. The it's new ones, not the Rob Zombie new ones. No, but the new new ones. The new new ones. Oh, okay. Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. <laughs> yeah. It's the same guy. Okay. I'm I'm almost for certain. Because that voice and the Dr. Wiley look, because mm -hmm, he looks mm -hmm. exactly the same. Okay. Loomis is the best, though. Let's be <laughs> honest. Okay. So uh, now Danny is arming knives. Um, you know, her name is Kim, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, and the crew, she's, you know, he's like, here, take this, take this. Uh, you know, watch over the grandfather and the and the pregnant yeah. girl. You know. And she's like, I don't know how to fucking use this. He goes, look, just do your best, just in case. You know, he's taking yeah. the shotgun, and then the uh, the 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 kid and the son, you know, they're they're gonna go with him. They're going after Allison, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Correct. Okay, cool. So then, and they take uh, James with them. Yes, the, the attic. Yeah, yeah, they take him with them, and they kind of torture him a little. Not torture him, but they kind of get info out of him by yeah. slapping around a little bit. You know, first they like handcuff him, like we're gonna leave you here. Yeah. And then, then he tells him kind of what he knows. He talks about the orgies. He mm -hmm, talks about the drug mm -hmm. use. He talks about like the murder. And they're like, "Cool. Well, you're free to lead the way." Yeah. So they, <laughs> they make him kind of like the white rabbit. Like we're you're moving way before we are. You know, kind of thing. Uh, uh, you, you're you're going to be in front because you might be leading a trap. We don't right. know. We we don't really know what's going on here, right? Um, so then, uh, he talks about the white, the white robes, the sex, the sex, he goes in detail about yeah, everything. everything he did. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's like, uh, there, am I not mistaken? Does he mention the doctor, but not by mentioning him or he says there was a leader or Yeah. He says there was a leader. He doesn't say, say who, who it, it is, is. At, the, at this point. Yeah. Now, I hate to break kayfabe. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. If you haven't figured it out, the doctor, by kidnapping, you know, her, we obviously know he's the main villain. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, why else? Even though we saw him die. Yeah, why else would he come back to life? Exactly. Well, yeah. His intentions and motives are really, really interesting at the end, though. It's not just like, oh, it's obvious the, you know, the thing is, oh, the doctor kidnapped her and this and that. We When you actually find out why, it actually becomes very, very, very cool to the plot line. Or it at, does. At least, at least to me it does. Um, 
So anyway, uh, so Danny and crew, they go like down to the bowels of this. Of this. the hospital. And then. Which has a surprisingly huge basement. Well, remember they mention it that, wait a minute, this isn't the schematic. This right. isn't in, like this shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. So it's not like convenient for a movie to make it creepy. It's like they're they, uh, they're looking at each other like this wasn't here before, right? Like right. there there's a, a a stairway that goes down, you know, forty feet, and it goes to 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 like a, a manhole co- not a manhole cover, but like a attic cellar door, cellar door kind yeah. of thing, yeah, and and. This wasn't here. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of cool. So when I was watching this, because I was actually kind of trying to rationalization it mm-hmm. in my mind, rationalize it rather, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about like a 3D map of like the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to take floor one to sub-basement five, okay. like what it would look like. And... What me thinking about it in my head, it looks like an upside down pyramid. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I get you see what, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like it goes down like a top, like a cone, mm-hmm. you know, like a dreidel. It it it, it <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I know what an upside down pyramid looks like. Jesus Christ, man. I can't say the word fucking dreidel. <laughs> All right, here we're gonna do this. All right, so um as they go down, uh Allison wakes up from her anesthesia, right? And the doctor is giving this monologue. You know, super creepy, facing away from her. Yeah, like, and he's got this voice like this, Allison. I was trying to bring your child in this world. I failed, but I didn't. Wouldn't you like to join? You know, he's got. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got this yeah. like really cool, and and he's yeah, he's facing away. Yeah. And the reason why he's facing away is. It's because he's basically performing surgery on himself, and he's removing all of his skin. All of it. All of it. Like you saw Bev Not do just earlier. Yeah, his everything. Yeah, yeah. he's cutting off his whole ep- epidermis. Like you see him cut off like chunks of his arm and pieces of his face. And here's the thing I don't really understand. I, I, I understand why Allison's chosen, but... Because of what's going to happen. Right. But um, apparently this doctor should have been an OBGYN. Apparently all this doctor needed was to deliver some babies. He would have been fine. <laughs> but apparently he can't. He fails he every time. He fails, yeah. Every so time. he wants to make... I don't know. It's weird. So um, then Danny and crew, they get to like the Lovecraftian chamber. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're they're... You know, he's... There's like a battle here with, with like guns, kinda against kinda, kinda, yeah. but not so really. It's not like a shootout. They, like the part of what the doctor explains uh, in his creepy monologue is he found a way to like beat death, but mm-hmm. he had uh, some trial and error. Yes, with people first, sort of thing. So yeah, so when Danny, the father, the son. Uh, and, and the... Allison. The, and Al, uh, no, the Danny, father and son, uh, oh, get to the creepy room. Yeah. It looks like a giant, like, meat locker and stuff like that. But as they go through it, the bodies start moving and you see these, like, really disgusting Failed humans. experiments. Yeah, the failed experiments. If yeah. you will. I mean, but 
who's to say if they're failed or not because we don't really know. Like, is he here's the thing, is he trying to give birth to like the perfect being like Jesus or like the Quiz of Satirac or well, something? Well he's trying to be like immortal. Well, is he or is he trying to give birth to it? Because remember they start later on we you know she calls him daddy if you know what i mean yeah 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 um i don't think it happens yet in the film because i would have written it down no um but uh he's he thinks that there's a way to immortality and it has to do with childbirth even though he's not the one getting these girls pregnant no right right which is weird um but yeah it's super creepy too because like he in a way he did succeed with these experiments, because some of them are like, obviously this person should have been dead. Like he's got a yeah. gaping hole through the middle of his face, all the way out the back of his head. Yeah, but he's still walking around and everything like that. And so it's like, most definitely, what the hell is going on here, man? If people haven't seen this movie and they're just listening to this podcast, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> y- you got to see this movie. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to figure it out. And I've seen this movie three times. You just watched it recently. Yeah, like last night, right? So. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Now, the cool thing... Okay, let me give a shout-out to the main actor, the main character, Daniel, because I've never seen this guy before. This guy totally fits this movie. He does, yeah. Because he reminds me of us watching the movie, totally unaware of what's going on. I don't recognize him Mm -hmm. from any other movie, so I can't go, oh, yeah, this is like when he was in Deadpool or this... Right, right. You know, this is not like an action star. This is... He's going in naked. We're going in naked. Yeah. We have no idea what's going on. So now at this point, the they keep making their way down yes. like, through the basement, and they actually go into hell? That's what they have written down. Because now things are not like normal furniture, normal setting. It, it's, it's now become like dark, psychedelic like... Right. Yeah, right. like Lovecraftian kind of... Kind of uh, Every, yeah, everything's like dingy and run down and just really creepy overall. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. It is it it is just Oh, and by the way, but the sets look great. They do. They do. Yeah. Like I don't know how much this money this movie had. I, I would guess this movie couldn't have had over nine million dollars. Maybe maybe ten. The great thing is it was all like in the sets. Yes. You know, the the yeah, the, uh, the actors, the effects be, and yes, everything. Yeah. There's a couple actors we know, but that doesn't matter because the actors they got w- were working very cheaply. But mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they got gigs after this because that they, they, they all act well. Like they there's did, not a bad yeah. actor in this movie or a cheesy actor. There's scripting that probably could have been edited better. Yeah, but uh, for the most part, I think this movie is like fucking phenomenal act they you every penny they they got their dollars worth oh 100 percent. i yeah. always use the the mean girls thing mean girls cost 84 million to make jesus if this movie had 84 million it would be the greatest movie of all time <laughs> or okay maybe not the greatest but it'd be like top 20 you know it would be very very it would be well very known. up there yeah because this would be like a gory weird version of the matrix mm-hmm. or something you something know like or, or it'd be like the resident evil or silent hill movie we wanted right okay so after they go down right um is this where uh is this where they try to deliver the baby so as they're like making their way down it kind of cuts back to allison 
she's pregnant with a, the demon baby. Right. And you like see it like moving around. Yeah, in inside her of her. Yeah, in her yeah, womb. Yeah. And it's way too big for her, too. Way too big. It, it's yeah. like a 30, it looks like a turkey, the size of a turkey <laughs> moving around. Right. right. So um, now after that, so Kim is now attempting to do a C-section on the the pregnant girl with right. her grandfather. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And she's like, you got it. You got it. You know. And she keeps procrastinating, and she gets out the book, and she puts on her gloves, and she's all, like, struggling. Shaking and, she, and yeah, everything. Yeah, all that stuff, right? And um, uh, da, 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 da. and then this is let – me, let me make sure this is uh, – so now we find out that she's actually carrying the doctor's baby. Yeah, so they hear – Because she goes, it's daddy's baby, and she gets all creepy out, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, yeah. She goes from, like, writhing in pain – to like super like common stoic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they hear like glass break, so they figure, oh, the cultists are coming in. Yeah. So that's when the grandfather gets up, is like, okay, like you got to deliver the baby. Da da. I'm gonna go. I and, gotta go take protect, care of business. Yeah. You know, and like as he's he's trying to talk with uh, with Kim to to walk her through it. Mm -hmm. That's when the daughter uh, or the the pregnant girl, you know, says, you know, it's daddy's baby, and then she ends up. Uh, stabbing the grandfather in the neck. Yeah. Good effect, too. Yeah. yeah. Very good effect. <laughs> Super creepy. Now, Kim doesn't know what the fuck to do, so if I'm not mistaken, she books, right? Yeah, she runs she books. off. Yeah. Now, Danny meets up with Allison now, and she's in the, you know, because Allison, you know, she's pregnant with the turkey, crazy demon baby. Yeah. She's been on this gurney, and then, uh, or, or an altar, rather, and uh, Danny comes over, and he's like, what the fuck, dude? But he meets up with Allison first, and he's like, you know, it'll be okay. You know, I love you. I just need to see you. You know, mm -hmm. like, tries to figure out what the fuck's going on. And then the doctor interrupts with his, like, one of his monologue. And now she becomes, like, a tentacle creature. Yeah. It's, this is where it's, like, the, the Lovecraft, Lovecraft really comes psychological in. thing is, yeah. And he realize it was, like, a hallucination. And or was it? Or was it? Or was it? And she is all of a sudden, she's, her body's exploded open. There's tentacles everywhere, all over the room. And if and I'm everything. not mistaken, another like crazy monster comes out of her womb after that too, right? No, that's Oh, later. that's later. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So um, that happens now. Danny just like destroys her with the axe and then we get like a cut. Yeah. And now Danny is in a black triangle room. Yeah. Right, that's the only way I can describe it. Is there any? Yeah, it's it's like a, a shrine kind of room. Yeah, it's like black granite. It's yeah, yeah. It reminds me of like it. It reminds me of kind of like Stargate, but not colorful whatsoever. Not in like a happy way at all. No, yeah. not at all. But and there's a a bunch of the cultists on gurneys leading up to yeah, like the main altar. Yeah. So um. Then uh, uh, after that, right? Um, so D Danny's sitting there, and 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 everything's all fucking like creepy, you know. And then uh, uh, of course the doctor has to give some more dialogue, yeah, right. And then uh, he gives him a necromancy speech, like you know, like kind of like you know, with death comes life, and life, and there's more <laughs> yeah. than death and life. You know, he gives us like weird. Speech. So Danny is. 
gets stabbed, backstabbed by the pregnant girl. He does. Yeah, and 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 she's like all fucked up. We're like, how are you still alive? And how did you get down here so quick? Come on, movie, give me an explanation. <laughs> she just is able to like go through the wormhole yeah. of darkness. I don't know. So now the doctor skins himself a hundred percent. Yeah, like he's totally like skinned. Now where is the baby on this one the the evil baby doesn't it like he has to battle it or something well uh he uh has the pregnant girl come over yeah uh and he like blesses her yeah and then, oh, and then he kills her yeah and then the he boy is like yeah that's when the vo- okay yeah you're right you're right you're right um so this is when the uh doctor is totally skinned like yeah. head to toe yeah Right, you the only skin he has is around his eyelashes, and that's it. Uh, which is a cool effect, by the way. <laughs> no, it really looks cool because you could. It, it doesn't even look like a bodysuit. It looks like crude. Right. Like there's still some pieces of flesh here and there. Right, right. You, you know what I mean? It it doesn't look like a. a it's it's not super clean and everything like that. Exactly. Yeah. So um, now he opens the triangle porter portal and she gives birth to another house monster yeah and then a battle ensues right and um you know uh the hunter uh uh, the hunters actually come back they do and help out yeah um but i it kills the older dude though it yeah the dad the dad dies heroically to save his son Mm -hmm. uh and douses himself but we find out that it's actually not his son we do. We find out it's not not exactly his son. It was just a, a kid that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why that has anything to do with it, but I just thought it was kind of cool to mention just because it's like, it tells uh, like the bond between them and about survival. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to yeah. mention. Enough to write down. So, so now we have uh, the battle after the battle, right? Um, uh, uh, they burn the body. Uh, I think it's the the hunter does. Yeah. So the the son uh, throws a, a road flare. Yeah. And it burns the father and the monster. But he uh, wants it to happen himself. It's kind of like like get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. Um, and it's not like a whoopsie daisy. No. No. Definitely not. Um, and then Danny, you know, gets a strength or enough strength. And, and he axes the doctor. He does, yeah. He freaking slams him right through the portal with himself. Yeah. Um, and then, so this is where the movie gets even weird. If this movie's not weird enough, at this point when you're watching it, you're like, I don't know. Like, I definitely, this is one of those movies where when you watch it, you kind of want to watch it over again, like a week <laughs> just, later. Just, yeah. Just like, did I, re- like, am, is my, you know. So anyway, um, doctor grabs Danny and he's promising him and, uh, Allison, like that they will be together, together forever. Yeah. Right. And that it's all going to be okay. And they'll live with their kid. He, they just got, he just has, he has to be sacrificed. Right. And Danny goes, fuck that shit. And he spears him. Yeah. Like, he runs and tackles him and they go through the triangle. Right. Yeah. And now we have the mute hunter who's the son. Yeah. He meets up, uh, with Kim. Yeah, so they're the only survivors. He's running out, mm-hmm. like the place is like on fire and it's crumbling and everything. Yeah, uh, and he's running out, and you see the walls are kind of closing in. The monster's still alive. Yeah, you and think he's gonna die? Him. Yeah, yeah. I- and you get he's going up the stairs. It's 
closer and closer. It eventually crushes the monster. Yeah. Which is super brutal. Oh, um, it is. It's cool. It's and cool. And then he just narrowly escapes and it closes and he turns around and the wall is just a normal hospital wall. Yeah, it's just like I said, it's it's um one with you know, you, you watch this movie and it's funny because you're it you're seeing like all these it's like Dante's Inferno as they go down, or like or like Diablo as they go down through the mm-hmm. cathedral, it gets eviler and eviler and eviler. But once the evil's defeated, it's just a normal hospital. It's just a normal place. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like each level they go down is like it just gets creepier and creepier, like yeah, straight yeah. to the void or whatever, you know. Um, so um, then after that, um, it's like we just see dawn. Yeah. Like the sun comes up. And then uh, um, Kim and the mute boy like hug each other, and they're like, "We survive." I, I forgot yeah. actual the dialogue. Is there anything that like goes on there? It seems like they're just happy to be survivors. It yeah, doesn't like seem like anything romantic or if anything. He's o- if it's over, and he just nods yes as yeah. they're hugging. Now, as our end scene, we have Allison and Danny, and they're looking at this bleak. Planescape of like just black and white noir style filming, right? Of like this land, like you know, there's like mountains that are upside down, like moving around and mm-hmm. shit, and it's all like it looks like. You and know, there's this giant black like mountain, and it but goes, it's like a, a triangle. Yeah, and it's like they're on like a, a distant planet, planet or something. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and um, they just hold hands. So in a way, he did make his promise that they'll be together forever. Yeah. But I don't know to what end. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and then we got Finn. That's the end of the movie. That's it. All right. Let's discuss it. All right. 78. I'm rotten, uh, rotten potatoes. Rotten. <laughs> oh, my, my potatoes. My potatoes are so good. Oh, so 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 good. potatoes. Send your hate mail to knifepartypod at yahoo.com. <laughs> but no one gives a shit about the Irish, me being one. Oh, uh, love the accent. Hello, oh, ladies. Um, so what, uh, 78% rotten tomatoes. What would you give it? Oh, I would definitely give this a solid, like, I would say 88, 89. I'm giving this an 82. Yeah? Okay. I'll tell you why. Um, It's because there should have been, like, an Evil Dead 2 moment where we see a book or we see a file or a something. They do have that. They have that. They find... Um, medical journals. His medical stuff. journals uh, yeah. with like the occult yeah. uh, images and, and drawings and everything like that. We do, but... But they don't go into like detail about it. They don't we like don't, describe we don't, it. We don't get to see the golden suitcase. Right, exactly. Is what I mean. Yeah. Um, budget doesn't really affect me. In fact, I'm giving it bonus points on the budget because the budget was low and they did a lot. They the did budget. a fantastic job with it Fuck for yeah, a low dude. budget. Yeah. They got a really good deal on everything they did. Mm-hmm. They bought like a a 92 Honda Accord and and got 3,000 miles out of it. Like that's <laughs> I mean they really got everything they could out of this movie for what they paid for it. Yeah. And that's amazing. Like they dude, the sets in this alone the cinematography, the acting, everything is everything so, is done really well. It's done really well. Um, have we seen it before? Yeah, we have. So that's why I'm giving it a little bit of minus points. 
I think an 82 is a good solid. Mm-hmm. And you give it a, said, 87? You said 88, 86? 88, 87? 89, something like that. All right, so um, Yeah, just extra prop because, I mean, it is... It is kind of something we've seen before, but in a way, but in a not. Way, but they've kind of meshed some new elements, and I thought it was really cool how they did that. The monster effects were really good. Like, here's one of the things I really like about this movie: you expect it to be a different kind of movie in Act One than you do in Act Three. Oh, 100%. in Act Three, you're like, where the? How did we get here? Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's super awesome. This is yeah. one of those movies, if you were second screening it and you never saw it before, you would look up and go, what movie are we watching now? <laughs> you know, because that's how complex this movie is. Yeah. Um, can you watch it willy-the-nilly? I think you can, so that gets some points. Does it have a rewatchability? Yeah, but not so much. So this it's is probably not going to be rewatched once a year sort of thing. No. It's one of those things that when you watch it, you kind of want to watch it right after, and then you're going to put it down for three, four years. Like, honestly. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. You know, it's not like Jaws or like Terminator where you kind of know it. This movie, you're like, wait a minute, that happens? What? Why? But all the scenes do make sense. The editing is perfect. I didn't think there was any scenes that needed to be edited. Mm -hmm. I'm just giving it 82 because as, as good as a movie it is for what budget it is, I'm just saying that it's not the greatest movie. Um, there's a lot better low-budget movies out there uh, with, with you know, less effects and everything else. But, man, is this movie... Dude, just saying it's a solid 80 is fucking good. That's four oh, out of five 100%. stars. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, any more thoughts on The Void? No, I think we, we've wrapped it up pretty well. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, definitely say watch it. This is a must-watch. If you, if you got Shutter or shit, I just said it's free on YouTube. Yeah, um, definitely check it out. Check it out, yeah. For sure. For sure. Watch it and uh, just, you know, make sure that you're coming in this with a... You're coming in with this that not every... Here's one of the reasons why I don't like it. Not everything... <laughs> it, no, this is why. Not everything's explained, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, but it's not all explained. Like I want to know about more of the doctor, and so I think that's the reason why I graded a little. Okay. Long. okay. But the main thing is you see Dylan and Allison, who are you actually get to see their story, and that's kind of the most important. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, shit, I fucking did it, man. Hell hey, yeah, dude. You know what? Next week we're gonna do some Godzilla. Oh, that I'm always down for that. You know, but until then, I. I think I need to return some videotapes. So remember to be kind and rewind. Uh, anything from you? Uh, no. 